0: Love, talk, radio. Every human culture has a set of creation myths, but they're in the realm of mythology or religion or folklore, uh, and they are, of course, all mutually inconsistent. The great thing is every human culture has a set of creation myths has a set of creation myths Every human culture has a set
1: of creation myths Yeah Has has a set of creation myths This is costless rap Jews hear my music and run out the room like holocaust is back Europeans say that block and rap Canadians say he off the awesome map How can
0: you argue with that? Well you can if you have your own agenda And then spoon fed religion from the placenta Call yourself a Christian, Muslim, I know you do. Any religion, bet it's the one your
1: parents chose for you. And any admission of your doubts to someone close to you will not be accepted. Forgiveness goes out the window when it's someone different. And I don't know what's worse. The fact that I'll never believe or
0: that I miss that community in church. There's two ways to control a population, open fear. Prove the existence of a soul, and we'll go from there. Otherwise, shut your mouth before you open it up. To mention me, Great Square.
1: Good morning, everyone. This is the Haitian Thinkers Radio Show. My name is Reggie. I am joined once again by my co-host, James. James, how are you?
0: I'm doing good, man. How you doing?
1: I'm doing excellent this wonderful Sunday morning.
0: Uh,
1: today is the 24th of August, 2014. We're going to jump right into the show, but uh, I want to give a shout-out to the majority skeptics.
2: which is another
1: show from a perspective that basically does some of the same things that we do. Um, They are on Block Talk Radio, and I think they are on uh, Facebook as well. So um, give them a check uh, as well because they do some good work on that side. Um, So we we broadcast every Sunday, or most Sundays, I should say, um, on Block Talk Radio here. And we do this at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, um, if you wish to contact us, you can email us at Haitian at gmail.com. Excuse me, our group operates off of uh, Facebook, so we have the, our group Haitian Free Thinkers on Facebook. We also have a presence on all the major social networking sites: that's Google Plus, Twitter, um, Instagram, um, YouTube. Um, so, you if, if you are in that uh, world, and we probably are already set up in that account. So um, so let's make uh, good use of our time and uh, head into the story. Uh, James has some information about uh, Ferguson, uh, Remy Ma, and I don't know if you just, I, I don't know if you heard about it, um, James, but this morning an earthquake hit California.
0: Yeah, I actually saw that on the news this morning.
1: Oh, okay, so... We'll try to touch up on that because I don't know too much about it because I just heard about it not too long ago. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I only caught like a maybe a glimpse of it. I don't know too much about it actually.
1: Okay, so let's let's hit up Ferguson because, like me, you know, like during the week, honestly, like I don't watch I don't watch TV basically. But uh, I know about Ferguson. We talk about it at work. Um, people are trying to stay cool, but no. Oh, sorry. What was that?
0: what what do you oh yeah, um, there's you know just like how they're having protests and rally for the uh for Mike Brown, they're actually um like I guess police officers or friends or family of of police officers uh around Ferguson in Missouri they're actually um holding their own um uh, rally in support of the police officer, and they've also done like a press conference where they're talking and then they say you know. Um, we're I forgot the officer's name, uh, but there's Darren something, but they'll say, we're Darren Wilson. You know, if you they want to ask me what my name is, I'm Derek Wilson. I'm Darren Wilson. We're all Darren Wilsons and all this, and we stand behind him unwaveringly, and, you know, with especially with they say with some of the evidence that's out right now, it's, import, it's in support of the officer, and they support him unwaveringly you know, unwaveringly, so they they basically have their own support out there for him.
1: Okay, so the police officers are are representing um, for... for I, guess,
0: I, I, I think it's, like, maybe a couple of officers, but then there's, like, friends and family of other officers or people who have family members or friends that are in law enforcement.
1: Have you seen the video of um, um, Brown getting at the store and, and how big he is?
0: Yeah, he was he was a pretty big dude.
1: Okay, so that's that's something that I think is being played to show. I don't know, like, I mean, wh- wh- why do you think the video was released? What kind of reaction? Of, of
0: of course, I you know it was it was to show, hey, this this guy, he's not just all innocent. This guy that just got killed, he was a bad guy himself. And you know, and and but the but the um, the chief even said it had nothing to do with the encounter with uh, Brown and the officer. So the only reason they released that was to defame his name or to, you know, defame his character.
1: Okay. Um, uh, real quick, I wanted to mention for those who are listening, the guest calling number is six four six six five two four 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 two. Once again, that's 646-652-4442 if you wish to join us. We also have a a chat room that's open if you wish to um, join in, uh, ask us questions, say a shout-out and all that on Block Talk Radio. If for whatever reason you missed this show, you can always catch up uh, to this episode and all of our past episodes by subscribing to the the iTunes and, uh, you know, Going to find us on their podcast list, and you'll find us there. So, um. So the so the police officer families and some police officers are are sticking up for the uh, police officer side. Yeah,
0: um, they even they even have like a um a fund like I guess funds and getting fundraiser for him. They they already like at uh over a quarter million like three hundred some thousand dollars for him. Oh really. Yeah, they they've been doing fundraising, and they have like more than a quarter million dollars uh, for him to help him and his family.
1: Okay, okay. Um, I, like I said, I didn't know. Um, and
0: what do you think about that? Is, is, I mean, I mean that's to me. But see, uh, the state of Missouri, since this whole thing is, is is been you know showing up and blowing up on TV, you kind of see where. Um, um, there and there is KKK that lives out there. So, and, and especially with the history of the police department, you can tell that you know, you know, they, this is just their way of you know showing that hey, we're here too, you know. And it's, I mean, if the officer didn't do anything and they trying to show their support, that that be fine. But if the officer did something and there's evidence to show that he actually was in the wrong. Um, to me, is just part of, the, I guess, their ignorance. Maybe a little bit of, of racism playing into it, but at the same time, it's uh, it's it's not good. I don't I don't I don't like it. But at the same time, you know, it's a free country. They're able to do what they want to do.
1: Okay, so the only thing that I know about um, the situation is that uh, Mr. Brown was killed, and uh, and they're saying that basically he was unarmed
0: right that's that's basically yeah what I think. he yeah he was unarmed the whole time there's there's like actually three to four different uh witness accounts that actually saw he was unarmed the whole time and he was actually trying to get away from the officer there and there's actually one to three people who actually saw the initial contact no two people that saw the initial contact his friend and the young lady we were talking about last week as she was telling her story um they two, both of them saw that the officer like reached his hand out to and was pulling the young man into the vehicle, and they saw Michael Brown, you know the young man put his hands on the vehicle, trying to push away from the officer, so he had nothing in his hands also when, as he was running, um the officer ran after him, shot him a couple more times once he felt i may i guess a bullet or two, he stopped, he turned around. And put his hands up, like I give up, and as he was going down or or, or dropped to his knees, the officer uh, shot him, which made him fall faster uh, a couple more times, and as he was falling uh, falling, a bullet actually hit the top of his head, wow, yeah, going into his body, which shows that he was going he was falling in a downward motion, and he had nothing in his hand also too. Um, after the, the body sat there for like two or three hours, and instead of calling the paramedics, they had a police uh, uh, SUV which they put the, the body on a, a gurney or a cart and rolled it to the police SUV and it was just sitting there. So, I don't, you know, they could have been doing anything to the body, you know, putting gunpowder residue, anything.
1: Well, <clears throat> I think this is a this is going to lead the news for quite a while until a resolution takes place, but I think after um, the uh, – <laughs> what's the name of that young man, Martin?
0: Um,
1: Gosh, I me, completely forgot his name. You um,
0: mean Martin uh, Brown.
1: Brown? Yeah, Tr- Trayvon, Trayvon.
0: Oh, yeah, Trayvon Martin, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I,
1: I think after Trayvon Martin, I think, uh, I think there's not a lot of faith in the system um, no. as far as, like, you know punishing individuals but uh at the same time, like we don't know all the facts and excuse me and I can tell you that it, it you know these situations can happen in a flash
0: yeah uh, M- melissa harris Paris uh yeah i think melissa harry harris perry yeah she did a show um maybe a couple weeks ago, and she was actually uh breaking down uh that uh in i think in in the United States every two weeks from from like even news reports like every two weeks there been a black uh, a young black man being uh, killed and he was unarmed
1: every two weeks
0: yeah like every two weeks it, 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 it's it been happening and, and then there's other ones that we don't even hear about those stories but for the most part the ones that have been in actually in the news from New York to what happened in New York to the ones that happened in L.A. Every two weeks, it was like a young black man was endlessly shot and killed. Well, not endlessly, but he was shot being unarmed.
1: Now, like I was thinking about it, and I'm not sure if I asked you about this the last show, but have you ever heard of a black officer killing a white man?
0: No, I've I haven't I haven't heard that. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on. All right, okay.
1: All right. So as James steps away, um, I want to remind the. The listeners that the guest calling number is six four six six five two four 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 two. That's all 644- that. All right, no problem, and uh, I was just letting the listeners know that we broadcast every Sunday at eleven a.m. and uh, we have some participation in the chat line from YRD Skeptics, um, and their show is coming up in about an hour or so. Um, I'm going to get some clarification on that. So. It's uh, another Black Talk radio show. Awesome. Um, I caught some of the the show that they did on sex, and it was hilarious. Um, Mm -hmm. Made some good friends on that tip, so, you know, please support them as well. Um, So, basically, uh, Melissa Harris did a show. I wasn't able to catch that show. Do you know if there's somewhere I can kind of go back and and look at a a replay of that show? Um,
0: No. I think, though, if you go on YouTube... Mm-hmm. You can go. On, you can go on YouTube and um and 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 look her up, and I think you could possibly find it there. Or it on? Hold on a minute, on.
1: Okay, okay. I'm, I'm trying to find the um the time for the Yardy Skeptic Show, but I believe it's twelve or one. But we'll, we'll um we'll verify. Uh. Okay. So yeah. So you you're saying I you go to YouTube? I might be able to find Melissa. Harrison. Yeah, you may. Be-
0: so. yeah you may fi- you may be able to find uh the 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 video it it was on my um facebook timeline but i think it was a youtube video uh and she's basically showing the statistics and showing the news stories and she like she she names every victim and you know throughout the year
1: yeah yeah um okay so the yardie skeptics they broadcast at 12:30 p.m. every sunday so uh, their show will be following us about an hour after we uh, we end. So be sure to check them out. Um, but uh, Meli- Melissa Harris-Perry, like, I've seen her before. Uh, can you let us know what you know about her? Like, what does she do? Like, what what network does she work for?
0: Yeah, she, uh, she's on uh, MSN, uh, M- MSN NBC, and... Um She's, uh, she has a, a Saturday uh, morning show where basically she every, everything that's in the news and um, she basically breaks it down and talks about it and actually gets uh, expert analysis from other people and then, you know, um, if historians or whatever, whatever the issue may be. Uh, do you remember when they had the uh, Harlem Shake craze going on, everybody making the Harlem Shake? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, well, she, uh, you know, she felt like, you know, I guess, you know, white people or people taking what black people have and then they flip it or turn it into something else. But then she on her show she did an essay, because at the end of the show she does an essay about what she's talking about or the main important story of the time. And um, she invited some people from Harlem to do a real Harlem Shake, to do the actual real Harlem Shake dance on her show.
1: Okay, so um, so she does mostly pro black shows, or yeah,
0: well, it's it's actually everything. But when it's like something black and it concerns you know the black community, she really you know uh, go not goes in, but goes deep into the story and then um, talks about it on her show.
1: Okay, um, very well. So I'll check out um, her show as much as I can. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to remind everybody that this is the Haitian Sweet Thinkers Radio Show. My name is Reggie. My co-host is James. We come on every Sunday at 11 a.m. Our guest calling number is 646-652-4442. Um, our chat room is uh, is going strong. Um, Yardi Skeptics is in the house. I appreciate it. He's uh, providing um, links to the to the uh, Melissa Harris. Um, Um, Broadcast that we've just been talking about So I do appreciate that Um, I wanted to um, Give you a little bit of what's been going on with me Like with my week um, In relevance to what what it is that we do At Haitian Free Thinkers And it's about coming out as atheists And uh, basically what it is Is that you know I'm I'm attending um, Basically the police academy Um, And uh, it's, It's like you know classroom setting with a lot of physical activities, you know. And, of course, we talked about the uh, Ferguson situation and, and um, you know, but during our training, like, uh, we, you know, sometimes before we do something, some members, um, you know, feel like they should pray. <clears throat> so that's always an interesting situation for someone like me. And so I choose to <clears throat> not rock the boat and just, go along with it. I don't necessarily bow my head. I just let them do what they do. So, um, you know, the question is, you know, is it wise to kind of say something? Is it not? I think that in that environment, it's not wise to say something. And I was wondering if anybody else basically feels not uncomfortable, but, you know, kind of similar to how I feel. And basically... I found another guy because I was looking around. You know, like when everybody bows their head and closes their Mm -hmm. eyes, I'm not. My head is not bowed and my eyes are not closed. And I saw this guy to my left, um, and I'm like, hmm, this kind of curious that he didn't, he didn't, you know, bow down and close his eyes. Well, uh, was it two or three days ago? We had another kind of little prayer, and I saw him basically not bowing his eyes again. And so I got curious and I asked him, and, and it turned out he was—he is an atheist, and um, he's kind of like you know he's from. Oh, I, I don't know if I should say where he's from, but basically, he's like you know, he doesn't—he's uh, not—he he doesn't promote his atheism. Um, um, but uh, he feels like it's not important. He knows that coming over here to Georgia makes uh, very difficult. Uh, we have a guest caller, so we're gonna hit him up real quick. All right, James. No problem. Hello, Mr. Hilaire. How are you?
2: Hi, I'm fine, Reggie. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, I'm I'm fine. It's a lot to be able to tune into your show. Thanks for posting it on the notice on Facebook so I could see it and immediately um, correct, um, you know, remedy my my bad behavior. I haven't haven't had a chance to listen to you yet, And, and so far I'm very thrilled to be able to support you.
1: Well, we are just as thrilled to hear you and uh, let the people know directly from you uh, what it is that you do and and, a little bit about your show.
2: Yes, okay. Well, um, together with uh, my my friend Clive Forrester, um, we're two Jamaicans who host a show called Yadis Skeptics. Um, And Yadis Skeptics really is our our small contribution to promoting critical thinking um, and skepticism. Um, in uh, certainly within the context of where we come from um, and the region we come from, Jamaica and the Caribbean, you know, where well, you you know just as well as I do, Reggie, that um, there tends to be a deficit of 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 that sort of thinking, given the sort of dominance of, of religion, you know, which is tends to be anti reason, you know, and um, you know I think to a large extent you, you we can see the, the the sort of negative impact that it has certainly in terms of, of development, certainly in terms of, of human rights, um, and, and, and so on. So um, that's one of that. So we've been doing it for about a year, um, a year and a bit. We're now in our second season. And so we've, we, you know, we've taken on no, no, a no, we We look at a number of different topics. I mean, it's not just simply just religion, but... Other, you know, we, we tend to try to challenge orthodox thinking. So, for example, you know, we've done a show on, say, polyamory, you know, and, and other, other other alternatives to, to, to say, monogamy. Um, exactly. You know, we've, you know, we've, we've looked at... Um, We've looked at the whole question of, of 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 science versus religion you know to what extent are we becoming or moving towards scientific literacy are we slipping back in, in, uh, slipping back to scientific illiteracy um you know so we we, we, we try to you know we, we try to be provocative you know we try to you know get people to think about these 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 issues um you know in a way that perhaps um you know, it might be easier to do via social media than conventional media, you know, conventional media being, I suppose, being um, tied to, you know, corporate sponsorship and the like, and, and, and we are not, you know. So, um, so I mean, we, we certainly enjoy it, and we certainly have, have um, you know, we, we certainly have, have a lot of appreciation for supporters who have been with us, um, you know, since since, since last year.
1: Okay. Well, uh, I know that you do excellent work. I, I forgot exactly how I, I caught wind of you guys, but as soon as I did, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I eventually, you know, listened to your broadcast. And I know there's some other um, um, groups on, on um, Facebook that are from are Jamaican-based, and they try to, you know, get the word out there. But your show is definitely one of the better shows because I've listened to it myself. And like you said, it is provocative. It's fun. It's live. <laughs> Um I think anybody who's, uh, I guess, open-minded would, would totally enjoy that, you know, because a lot of re- religious people feel defensive. Um, yes,
2: yes, yes. I uh, mean, actually, you know, we, we try to get religious people on as well, you know. Um, you know, so occasionally, you know, so for example, we had a show last year on, on whether or not it's possible to be gay and Christian, you know, and we had a couple of Christians on, you know, who also identify as gay. You know to interrogate whether or not you know it is possible, because certainly from our standpoint we, we see it as, as difficult, if not impossible, to be both gay and Christian you know but these are but these are issues that I would say for a number of people they haven't really thought through, um, and so we try to provide a platform by which people can engage, they can participate they can you know they can can rethink you know their 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 own assumptions you know so um, so yeah, so we, we try to do, you know, we try to sort of, you know, pr- promote, you know, thinking, um, you know, reasoning, and so on. I mean, in in June we did a, we did a we devoted the whole month of June to looking at um, masculinity, you know, given that it was Fathers' Day during that month, you know, masculinity and issues relating relating to that um you know so we had on a, a few interesting guests including um peter weller you know who is a noted jamaican psychologist and um and the, the chair of i think carrie um an organization uh, organization of, of, of caribbean men in the caribbean um you know um i think the month before that we're looking at, at women you know so you know look we looked at different issues um you know how far have we come in terms of of, of gender parity. In fact, we did a similar show last week, you know, looking at gender parity um, within the context of, of independence. And of course, well, as you know, Jamaica is way younger than Haiti. I mean, we're only just 52 years old compared to Haiti's, what, 210 years old, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Right, right. So, um, but we, you know, so we, we, you know, so what we try to do, is we try to move the dialogue along, you know, so for example, in today's show, um, well, we're, we're, we're looking at two different topics. Um, the main topic is looking at secularizing national symbols, you know, so that, because what happens is that despite the fact that Jamaica is nominally a secular democracy, um, we have uh, our national anthem, or national pledge, are, are essentially prayers, you know, they don't take the form of prayers, which, which, which we consider to be at odds with the notion of being a secular democracy. Um, particularly one in which you have, um, in which, in which Jamaicans are not just Christian. And I mean, I should emphasize that these are Christian prayers, you know, because you have, you know, you have, you have people of many different faiths, whether it be Rastafari, um, whether it be, be Baha'i, or, or, or no faith at all. You know, why, why should they have to be forced to, to come together under, under a, Christian, a Christian national symbol? You know, so we're looking okay. at that. Um, we're also going to be talking with um, some young Caribbean, um, some young, young Caribbeaners um, who just completed, who just conducted a, a, a Caribbean Youth Summit in Pennsylvania in April, you know, um, okay. and, uh, under the theme of rec- reclaiming our identity. So we're going to be looking at the question of, of, of Caribbean identity. I mean, is it something that really exists or is it a mirage? you know, is there any point to even seeking to forge uh, a Caribbean identity? And, and of course this clever and I are provocative, we're going to certainly inquire as to whether, to what extent does religion um, impact on um, on said identity? You know, is it relevant? Is it something that should be taken into account and, and so on. So, um, you know, we certainly um you know we'd look forward we were looking forward to having that discussion and of course as usual invite participation from our 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 listeners you know um you know by way of calling in or or, or, or comments or, or and the like okay um we have about
1: three minutes left but I, there's some questions i wanted to ask you from your side because you know uh we yeah. appreciate uh, and admire what you're doing um i think that the jamaican side have a little bit of, of a message over the yeah. Haitian side in the yeah. fact that you guys speak English and there's a lot yes. of literature and a lot of uh, work already done where you know you yes. can um, refer people to it so I don't know right now as far as you know in Jamaica how easy is it for the average Jamaican to gain access to YouTube and some of the things where you can just simply refer them to things and they can see yes. you
2: know, the information themselves? Uh, boy it's an excellent question Reggie because if the truth is known you know, it, uh, internet, internet penetration is rather limited because, of course, to have access to internet uh, means you have to have access to other equipment which costs money. So, if so, the truth, truthfully, um, you know, at the moment, I think that we primarily reach uh, a, a target um, that is primarily as opposed middle class because you have to have, uh, you know, both in Jamaica and in the diaspora. So, that, that continues to be a, a challenge. I mean, it's, it Perhaps be different if we had, um, you know, if we had a sort of conventional radio station, you know, um, you know, going out, with, you know, where all people had needed was just a radio. But certainly to listen to the show, you, 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 our show, you, you, it's not just simply a matter of turning on a radio; you have to have access to the internet. So it, it is a challenge. I mean, and I'm, I'm not even sure that I have a, a sort of complete answer as to how to solve that challenge. You know, because because fundamentally it's an economic one. Okay. Okay, well, um, we we thank you for calling.
1: We we only have about a minute left, and I want to let everybody know that, once again, uh, your show will be coming up at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday, Correct. regular.
2: That's great. That's right, Reggie. That's All right. right. So, um,
1: Thanks for having me. Okay, no problem, man. We'll talk soon.
2: Okay. Yeah, thank Take you, calling. We're good. Right. Okay. Okay. Bye.
1: All right, so uh, that was an excellent uh, few minutes of information. Um, yeah. uh, we're we're running out of time, so we're about to go to uh, overtime here. Um, and I wanted to touch real quick on the Remy and my thing because I know you brought that up, and I wanted to give it a little bit of time. So, uh, thirty seconds—about thirty seconds left officially on the air. So. All that means is that guests will not be able to call in, but we should have about ten to fifteen minutes in the overtime session. So let us know about uh, Remy Ma.
0: Okay, um, Remy Ma. Um, Remy Ma. She was basically uh, a rapper, a female rapper out of New York, and um, she was she was on the roll. She was uh, she had a couple singles that were number one. She was getting uh, a lot of airplay. She was she was getting famous. She She was originally with um, Big Pun, Fat Joe, and the Terror Squad. And um, during, um, I guess, uh, some, I don't know what happened, but it was an altercation with a friend of hers. She accused a friend of hers of stealing money out of her purse. And um, basically, um, from what happened, from what, from what they said, she basically shot her friend, I think maybe once or twice in the stomach and then um she was sentenced to uh eight years and uh she actually just came home uh for doing six and a half years and um basically she was bas- uh telling everybody how she's changed and you could see uh how as she was talking, you know, that um you know that there was a lot of change, a lot of maturity and everything like that. And um, I'm happy for her to be home. She's already done a couple um, freestyles or, or rap or a couple songs, and um, it sounds like you know she she she's gonna be right back where she left off at. Because a lot of people still want to work with her. You know, it's not like she's all old, and it's not like her skills as far as rapping um, didn't uh, like they they went away. You know, if anything, she's got a little better, a little wiser.
1: How old is she now?
0: Do you know? Uh, she's actually born the same year, 1980, that I was born, I, I, maybe a couple months before. So she's maybe, like, she's 33 or 34 now. Yeah, 34 does she, now.
1: Does she, Do you know if she has any kids?
0: Yeah, she had she had a 7-year-old a, a kid before she went to uh, prison. Then when she came out, you know, he's 14, big now, you know, a big teenager. And so she was saying, you know, she missed a lot of that, a lot of him growing up. And um, she was actually married to, uh, or is still is married to, the rapper Papoose. I heard of Papoose. Have you, ever, have you, have you heard of him before?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, well, yeah, uh, they actually were married before she uh, went to prison. So, you know, she had a lot of, um, she, she, she got a lot of visitation from him. And, and she was basically uh, talking about, you know, um, while she was in there, you know, how uh, she learned so much and, and it just made her um, uh, a, a lot more conscious about things that she does. And she was talking about how, you know, men prisons, they'll have females that they met off of pen pals and stuff and it, and the visitation is packed. Sometimes they'll cancel or cut your, your visitation short so they can fit other people to come in visitation. But then she was saying, you know, women in female prisons, they, they are forgot about you know they forgot about, it. and also too sometimes they get. Uh, if a guy does a crime and a female does a crime, they will actually uh, sentence the female harsher because they feel as though, hey, what are you doing? You're supposed to be out here making babies. You're not supposed to be out here committing these whoa,
1: crimes. Whoa, 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 whoa. She's. This is her opinion, or this is like. No, some no, type
0: no. Agian? She was. She, no, she was just showing on in some in some um cases you know, uh, women are are getting sentenced a little harsher than men because, you know, the judge or the attorney at the time, they were like, hey, you're a woman. You shouldn't be doing this. You need to be in the kitchen or whatever like that. Or how dare you do this crime and you're a woman, so we're going to charge you more, you know. You have children. What are you doing doing these crimes?
1: That's uh, that's crazy. I, um, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh carry over some of the information that that I learned today. Like uh Hilaire um provided a link about the um Ferguson shooting mm-hmm. that gonna, um put on on the description of this show and he also provided a link um in regards to in regards to um the show that Melissa Harris Perry did. So I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Um so since we are in overtime, um, we're going to be wrapping up this show really soon. And uh, I'm going to try to find something about Remy Ma as well, because, yeah, I know about her. I, did, I had no idea. Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. I had no idea that Remy Ma was, was behind bars for six, yeah. six out of eight years.
0: Yeah, six. Actually, she did six and a half. And um, um, she was, you know, there was – They were talking to her about, you know, um, as far as, you know, how she changed, and she was talking about, you know, you know how the the new show Orange is the New Black? Yes. Well, she was catching a couple episodes, and they were, like, asking her, you know, did any females, you know, try you or come on to you. But she was like, you know, I was married, so she was getting conjugal visits and everything. But at the same time, you know, uh, she learned so many different, I guess, of uh, sexuality or, or homosexuality, and she actually did a paper in there because in, I guess, women prison, they make them go to school, you know, and um, she actually had to do an essay about, I guess, um, female sexuality in prison, and she did a paper called um, Circumstantial Homosexuality to where, you know, you may not have been gay before you went to prison, but because of the circumstance and where you're at, it, it makes you gay.
1: Okay, yeah, you gotta you gotta um you gotta basically do what you can with the situation that you're given.
0: Is is that's basically it, what she was trying to say and she was even saying that there is even been cases in the military where, you know, uh, a guy may have been straight but because him being in the military and just being around guys doing basic training and stuff like that, you know, there's actually been cases where guys have been turned gay or become gay or they were gay, and then they just became openly about it,
1: okay, I'm looking at some pictures there are on on facebook i mean on Google right now. My question to you is is she attractive
0: oh, okay um <laughs> when that to that to me she's like that let's say that hood girl aggressive like Type. And when she first came out I I I guess I did have a kind of thing about it Because I like female rappers You know, I, I love female rappers I think I almost like female rappers Maybe a little bit more, if not more Than male rappers Because they have more freedom to say what they want to say And do what they want to do And look the way they want to look And I, I liked her before she went to prison But then I saw a video that she did And I don't know, it was just too much stuff on her I guess, you know, and um. Yeah, she's, I guess she's attractive, but not like that gorgeous, oh, she's beautiful. You know, it depends on what she has on that day, I guess.
1: Okay. Um, you know, like, uh, my opinion, I, I want to, I because wanna, I know Remy Ma, like the, the the old Remy Ma from Terra Squad days and all that. I'm looking at her, how she's trying to basically be sexy, whatever, and then she has a scar on her upper lip. I know she's hood and everything. Um... But I'm interested in this 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 reform Remy Martin.
0: Hear what she um, has to say. If you see, check her um, her, uh, her interview that she did with the Breakfast Club, and she did with um, Hot 97 with a guy named Ebro. Uh, those are two good uh, interviews. Those are the best interviews I think that she's done. She gets really like in depth and about her situation and what she was going through, and you know. And, uh, you know, how she was saying, you know, when she, before she went in, she went in with so much anger and a lot of people that were, you know, dissing her or she had problems with. But then before she got out, she said that she was making a conscious effort to just wipe her slate, totally clean, you know, any issues that she may have had with anybody or anything like that. She wanted to go ahead and clear all that up because um, she's still actually on, like, I think five years probation, so within five years, you know, she can't get in any trouble or they will send her back to prison for maybe the remainder of those five years of the probation that she's on.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, so she was saying basically, you know, she's not even trying to get in a situation that would maybe even cause her, you know, uh, to go back to jail. You know, she was taking a picture and, you know, people had the hookah, you know, like the hookah smoke they smoke out of. Right. and. And people were taking pictures, but then she was like, uh, she had, she was basically saying she had to think twice about everything, you know. I, I don't want to hit this and they're like, hey, is this girl smoking weed in this thing, you know? Or and then because when you're on probation, it's really you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel
1: that. Um,
0: oh yeah, I wanted I felt, to say something too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You, you were saying something about your 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 job and you know your police training and everything, not saying anything well, the job that I just started is something sim- something similar to that has' occurred uh, there's a guy that works with me, well it was two of them, and they were talking about church and everything like that and you know like they asked me you go to church I'm like nah, I grew up in church and all this stuff like that, and then they hit me with the way do you believe in God and so what like straight you- off the bat? Like straight up, what well, do you believe in God? And I had to, I had to shoot him to, <laughs> I had to, I had to swerve him a little bit, hit him with the curve, and be like, yeah, I, yeah, I believe. But then I also too, because I, you know, it's it's a temp job, you know, it's a temp to permanent, and I don't want them to be like, oh, that's the guy that don't believe in God. Oh, that's the guy. That, right, well, I don't want him working here. Then next thing you know, <coughs> I'm off the assignment. You know, right, so. Right to just let it blow over and keep working. You know, I was like, Yeah. But also too, I have some I have some things. I have you know, there's some questions and then I started hitting them with questions and then I started telling them about how the Bible endorses slavery, tell you who you can enslave how long how you can mark them. And they never heard that. I was like, Yeah and as a black man I have a problem with that. You know, I I have I have a problem. I have an issue with that. And then they were like, Well I never heard that verse I never heard that scripture. That must be the Old That must be the Old Testament. But I say, well, when Jesus came, he said he didn't come to change the old law. He didn't come to change any laws or anything. Yeah. You know? So basically all those guidelines and slavery and everything like that still stands. And they were like, well, I didn't, I, I didn't, I never know that. I never know that. And so they've kind of, like, left me alone about it.
1: Well, basically,
0: Cause I, cause, you kind of, like,
1: you kind of played the game, but at the same time, you you represent it in that, you know, that's problems in the Bible. So that you exactly. know,
0: exactly.
1: So so basically, they, they show that you know you're not some kind of you're not like them. You're not some kind of go along with it. You know what I mean? Exactly.
0: You, and then the the guy he used to be um he used to be a crackhead or or uh, or you know, he used to be on crack. So I kind of know how that goes. People who used to be on crack or whatever, and then once they find the Lord they're like really gun-hole. Just as hard as they were hitting that crack pipe, they're in that church hitting that Bible, you know?
1: Right.
0: And so I, I kind of, you know, and I, I didn't want him to, and I didn't want to try to bring him nothing about his past and everything because, you know, he said, yes, this, that, and the third. And yeah, the whole time. This. The guy would told me, <laughs> he said, I know there's a God because, you know how I knew there's a God? I am like, how? He said, there was a, he said, this is exact, this is exactly how he said. It. It was a girl sick all over, and I was just down there sucking all on her, and I was hitting her raw, and I didn't. And then boy, I'm telling you, I knew it's was a god because I ain't got nothing. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> all I could say was, "Wow, were you lucky?" <laughs> that's all I could say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow, you're um,
0: you're very lucky. Ah, um, that
1: that's that's just great great information. Um. And, and uh, we should carry it over. Like uh, I'm, like we we on overtime, right? So, and oh, during the overtime session, I'm not sure how much of the conversation gets recorded because there's no clock that I'm looking at. Mm. Um, you know, the Yardy skeptics they do their paid program, so basically they got more time. They have that special hours or whatever. So, hopefully, we can see how we can go. And get some more time so that we can get some of this great information on for the for the listeners because uh, sometimes it just comes like late in the show and you know we, we, we may not be able to capture it. But um,
0: exactly. um,
1: we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up this time and you know just you know throughout throughout the week you know they'll take little notes you know make little um, whatever so that you know if you have something I can link to the so that to, for people to read along with us for re- reference that'll be good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah so um, we're going to wrap it up this time I'm going to like help you know The wife with the kids And then uh, I'll try to catch the Yardy Skeptic you already Skeptic show at 1230 And okay. uh, you know return the love Because you know um, I we do appreciate uh, Whenever we get some callers So
0: Yeah
1: Alright man so um, We'll politic uh, if anything next week Same time
0: For sure next time Everybody have a good weekend, rest of the weekend.
1: All right, see you next time.
0: All right, for sure, man.
1: Bye. Bye
0: Bye-bye.